Do you want to be successful, but at the same time, you fear that money may change you? If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to honor God with her finance, want to become successful, but find yourself stuck in the same self-sabotaging habit, so you cannot earn more money, you are not able to save six figures and make a bigger impact in the kingdom of God, this episode is for you. Today, let's talk about the poverty money mindset because it is stopping you from reaching your next level financially. And that's all because of that poverty gospel and the prosperity gospel that has infiltrated our churches and made us feel that being wealthy or having money is bad. And it's time to change that. Hi, I'm Reina. Christian Money Mindset and Fun Money Habit Coach and welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. You will not be able to steward money wisely, earn without fear and go to the next level financially if you believe that money is evil and being wealthy is bad. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible says about it so you can reach your personal finance goal while keeping your heart on Jesus. If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to seek God's first, earn more without fear, leave that tree, build up your saving and make an impact, you are in the right place. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habits that are keeping you stuck financially and let God heal your relationship with money. So grab your Bible, a pen and paper and let's do this. I'm so excited about today's episode because this is the reason why I shifted my business from teaching everybody to mainly focusing on Christian female entrepreneurs. I have seen the damage the poor gospel and the prosperity gospel have made in your life. That fear, those doubts is stopping you from going to the next level. But this needs to stop because I want you to feel confident selling your product, confident earning more, Confident saving six feet goods and also feeling at peace with being wealthy. Because there's so much that you can do with your money once you shift your money mindset and also learn how to steward that finance the proper way so you can reach financial success but God's way by keeping Him first in your life and keeping your heart and your mind focused on Him. And this is something I'm so passionate about. Because we can change so many lives through not only our own products and services, but also through the finance that God is providing us. So we need to be better steward. And it first starts in your mind by winning that battle that is causing you to self-sabotage your own financial success. So let's talk about the poverty money minds today. As I mentioned in episode 10, where I explain why ignoring your money mindset is a big mistake, you've learned that money mindset is a combination of what you think, what you feel, and how you behave with money. And we looked at belief, how a belief is created, and how one belief is affecting your money mindset, and then your money mindset is affecting your result, and what you do every day become a habit, and that habit can become your identity, and your identity can reinforce a belief that is true or false. So if you haven't heard that episode, please go back to episode 10 to understand fully what money mindset is all about. But today, the poverty money mindset is the belief that money is the source of all evil, that being wealthy is bad, 
Unfortunately, there are churches that teaches the poverty gospel and says that God wants you to be poor and sick. And I'm going to show you some Bible verses that were taken out of context. And then on the other side, total extreme of this, you have the prosperity gospel, which use the same technique, taking Bible verses as a context, but they are saying that God wants you to be wealthy and healthy and successful, and that's your birthright. And both arguments are saying that if you are not either poor and sick or wealthy and healthy, it's because you don't have enough faith and you are disobedient to God. This is totally non-biblical and it needs to stop. So let's have a look at a few verses that you may have heard that often has been misquoted or the interpretation of the verse were not biblical and only taken to fit the gospel that they want to teach. The most common one, misquoted, my mom has said it the wrong way also, is 1 Timothy 6.10. My mom used to say money is the root of all evil. But what God is actually saying, if you read the verse properly, is for the love of money is the root of all kind of evil. He's not saying that money itself is bad. He's saying loving money more than loving God. That's bad. Another argument of the poverty gospel is that you cannot enter the kingdom of God if you're rich. And one client have told me that. She said, oh, I will not be able to go into heaven if I have wealth. So here they are using Matthew 19, verse 23 to 24, out of context. So let's see what that verse say. Then Jesus said to his disciple, Truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. So as you can see, Taking that verse alone, of course, will install fear in our heart and in our mind. But you need to take that verse in the right context. And the passage starts from verse 16 and finishes on verse 30. Now, let's have a look at the context. What was happening when Jesus said that? That's very important for you to always look at. Here, a rich man came to Jesus and said, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? Jesus said, there is only one who is good. And if you want to enter life, keep the comments. Then that person asked, but which one? Jesus gave him a list of comments. You should not murder, you should not commit adultery, steal, give false testimony, honor your father and mother, and love your neighbor as yourself. The rich man says, all those things I have kept since my very young age. What do I still lack? Then Jesus said, If you want to be perfect, go sell your possession, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then you can follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciple, Truly I tell you, it is hard for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Then the disciples said, who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, with men it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. The disciples were all astonished because they assumed that riches were always a sign of God's blessing and favor. But here Jesus was putting everything upside down. The first will be last and the last will be first. In this passage, 
you could see the rich man was using the Mosaic law as a way to get eternal life. So Jesus, with that in mind, he says, okay, you want to do it with your own strength. So to be perfect, then sell all these things. But Jesus already said at the beginning of that passage, no one is good. The rich man wanted to get eternal life through his own strength. What did he need to do? So he was trying to follow the law, the regulation of the old covenant. But Jesus came and was with his disciples to talk about the new covenant, which is about believing in the Messiah. And the Messiah will be the one that will redeem everyone. With men, it is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Here, Jesus talking about eternal life, right? At the time of the passage, Jesus was talking to someone and knew what was in their heart. And in order for that person to serve God, what he needed to do back then was to let go all of his things. Certainly because his achievement and performance and wealth were an idol in this rich man's life and totally ignoring the fact that you can only be saved and get eternal life if you believe in the Messiah. God only knows what is required of that person to be able to follow him with, with all his heart and all his mind. The reality is that today, some people will not believe in God or that Jesus came to save them because of their wealth. And as they feel that they have everything they need, they can be self-sufficient, that their wealth is protecting them for so many things, they don't see the need for Christ. And this is a hard posture that God knows about. And this is when Jesus can say again, I tell you the truth. It is very hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God, especially if they believe that their wealth is what will protect them, what will save them, and so they don't need anybody else and they don't need God. So for some people today, this sentence could still apply. But the poverty gospel cannot use the sentence that every Christian needs to sell all their possessions to go to heaven and generalize it because why will God make Solomon the richest man on earth if money was bad and evil? Also, what will we see throughout the whole Bible? Woman working hard, making great money and using that money to support the ministry and helping sharing the good news with their finance if money was bad. You can see the money was there for a purpose, to glorify God, to be used for God's glory. And so with that in mind, it's important that we look at Bible verses in the right context. We got to look at the full story of the Bible, not just cherry pick a few verses here and there and then build your own theology and gospel out of it, because this is not biblical. My challenge for you is to always read the word of God. Always ask God to give you wisdom, discernment, because there's a lot of things out there that are not biblical. It starts with a little bit of a truth, but then the rest is not. Now let's look at how having a poor money mindset is stopping you from reaching the next level financially. When you have a poverty money mindset, the way you're self-sabotaging your finance is one, with your spending habit. As soon as you receive money in your bank account, you will automatically overgive and overspend. You are too scared to reach six figures because of what people may think about you or because of what you believe about being wealthy. 
you will rather always live paycheck to paycheck than becoming more comfortable because you believe that having less money is a proof of righteousness. Having less money, that means you are more holy, you are a better Christian. The other way you are self-sabotaging your financial success and going to the next level is that you are too afraid to increase your prices. Even though you have reached a capacity to to coach or to take care of of your clients, you have seen amazing results, your transformation is there, but you're too scared to charge a certain amount because you don't want to become a six-figure earner or more, even though this is what you think you want, but unconsciously you are doing everything not to because, again, of that fear of money and success. The poverty money mindset is the reason many entrepreneurs have hit an income cap. They can't go any higher because of that fear. What will happen to me if I become a six- or seven-figure earner? Will I change? Will I no longer lean on God? What will people say? Who will I become? All of those thoughts, fears and anxiety is stopping them from taking the right step to just pass through that cap and feel confident earning more money. Another very common way that you will self-sabotage is by ignoring your finance. When you have a poverty money mindset because of that fear of money, you don't want to look at your numbers. But the thing is, you can't make any good decision if you don't know what's going on in your finance, if you don't know what's coming in and what's coming out. You're only using money blindly. You don't even know if you have enough money to do X, Y, and Z. The other way you can be affected is If you have the belief that if you do have more money, people will think that you are following the prosperity gospel and you know that the prosperity gospel is not biblical, so you have associated being wealthy, having money with that gospel and because you know it's wrong, you are doing everything you can not to become wealthy because you don't want to be associated with that gospel as well. So a poverty money mindset, as you can see, affects you in so many ways. It will be very hard for you to manage your money wisely, get out of the paycheck to paycheck cycle, save six figures and earn more money without fear with a poverty money mindset. Please do not ignore your money mindset. This is the place that the evil one will come and steal and kill and destroy because he knows that if he attacks your mind, he will stop you from doing the good work God has called you to do. So we got to work on that money mindset and change it if it doesn't serve you. The good news is the poverty money mindset is one that is the easiest to change and shift. There are four different money mindsets. We have the poverty money mindset, which we talked about just now. Then on the other hand, we have the scarcity mindset. That's a beast on its own because it's not just about the money. It has so many different layers. It's more about your worth and your identity. So there's a lot of things that need to be rewired with that mindset. Then you have the greedy mindset, which is believing that money will solve all your problems. So you put your hope on your net worth and on your bank account. I wish I could find a different term for that mindset because greedy often Christians start to say, no, no, I'm not greedy with money. I don't think I make money in idols. But the thing is, there's so many layers to that mindset. And when you have a scarcity mindset, you tend to have 
a greedy mindset too because when you fear that there's never enough you start focusing on wanting more and there can be a slight shift in your heart when that focus becomes so obsessive that you are no longer having the right life and business balance is all about striving getting to the next income goals and being consumed by success what we are called to do however is to shift those three mindset and have a stewardship money mindset This is when we understand that money is a tool, that God is our provider. And when we receive money, we got to be faithful with it. We need to become better steward and ask God, what would you like me to do with that finance for your glory? While still knowing that God is a good father and he will let you enjoy good wealth and riches according to his perfect will for your life. When we work together, I take you through a quiz to help you identify your current money mindset. Then I show you some daily mindset habit to help you shift it with biblical principles. The key for us is to make sure that we don't get distracted by money and success and that it will not become an idol. So abiding in Christ, reading the word and keeping your heart and eyes on Jesus is essential. The bottom line here is that when you have a poverty money mindset, you have the core belief that money is evil, being wealthy is bad. And if you believe this, you will not be able to reach the next level financially. You will not be able to seek success in your business and personal finance. And that will rob you and many other people from a breakthrough and for giving yourself a break from having to always constantly worrying about money because you are in the cycle of living paycheck to paycheck when with the money that you earn, you don't actually need to be in that cycle. But your self-sabotaging habit is keeping you there. Imagine if you can just have better spending habit, you can shift your money mindset and use that money for God's glory to impact his kingdom and to take care of yourself and your family. And there's nothing wrong with doing that too when we have our priorities right. So today, if you have learned anything or if you were a bit shocked by what I may have said, please continue the conversation. Simply send me a DM on Instagram at Christian Money Mindset. I'm looking forward to talking to you. And if you're looking for a coach to help you shift your money mindset and steward your personal finance better, I have amazing program for you. So reach out and let's see how you can crush your goal this year without sacrificing everything you love. You take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a review and don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor God. I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habit, let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.